Just Where in Things podcast, and today I'm here to play the Acquisitions Incorporated adventure with my friends. To my left, chain sword and weird warforged fighter. I'm not weird. Carl 14. Where I come from, I'm normal. But <laughs> hello, I'm Carl 14. I'm here for all of your tanking and smashing needs. Let's play by Santiago. And to the left of my left, there's Jessica playing the uh, very cute and very charismatic young not-goblin duck. Duck. All right, so ahead of you, the giant hole in the ground once the, where the warehouse once stood. We got a picture for that. A rope leading down into the dark. There it is. Your goal, based on your job that you have been assigned, to maybe figure out what happened to the guards that disappeared down there, and to make sure it is safe and not a threat to the city above. What would you like to do? I think that I will leap down the hole via the rope first. Okay. To bear the brunt of any potential attack at the bottom. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. There's a like a rope to like slide down or something. Yeah, so basically what you see yeah. is in the areas where the walls and ceiling haven't collapsed, mm-hmm. you don't see any sign of crates or boxes or barrels or wares of any kind. Um, you see that there is this area where the walls, ceiling, and floor have fallen away. Giant hole. And... Inside of that, you can see that a hempen rope has been anchored firmly in the rubble and it dangles down into the darkness below. And it does go down at like a bit of an angle, so it's hard to see exactly what's at the bottom. Do you remember Jurassic Park 2? Yes. Yeah, I remember. Um, and they had the, the high hide thing where you could squeeze and slide down the rope faster or slower depending on how hard you squeeze. Mm-hmm. So. I'm gonna try to do that by just squeezing the rope in my hands and sliding down it. And I won't squeeze very hard. Right. I'll just kinda all the way to the bottom. Okay. Yep. Yeah, using the rope makes the descent not too difficult because it's not straight down. You're actually kind of like kicking against the, the, the walls of this hole that's formed on your way. Um, and you see that the floor at the bottom of the sinkhole is level, worked stone. So there's obviously dust and debris and rocks and pieces of building that have fallen down there. Um, but you can see that this is part of a larger underground passage that the sinkhole is kind of like opened up into. Hmm. And to one side, it's blocked by debris and rubble, but you can see that there is an opening that continues into the darkness to the north, and you see two pairs of human-sized boot prints in the dust heading in that direction. You also see that there are smaller like fissures and holes and cracks throughout this area, but they're not humanoid size. They're like really small sort of crevasses in the rock. And I will give you this. Oh, look. It's a map. I think we land probably like here. Yeah, where all the debris is. We land amid the detritus. Yeah. Can I um, investigate the area kind of and see if I see any sign of anything in general? Oh, well, shit. Don't think I'm going to see anything. Uh, 12. I will say that you hear as you're looking around. Like, you don't really notice anything in particular as far as the rubble is concerned. It looks like pieces of floor and ceiling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Again, down here, no sign of any goods that fell out of this warehouse. It was likely empty when it was affected by whatever is going on here. Um, but you do hear the sounds of skittering critters, like rats, um, from the like holes and crevices that are around the, the walls of this cavern. Delicious. Is it, because it looks like on here that this is kind of a dead end on one way? Yep, so it's blocked by rubble and debris on one side. Okay. It's open on the other side. It looks like this was once like a finished worked tunnel, mm-hmm. but in whatever cataclysm that this earthquake was part of, 
part of that tunnel collapsed and there are boot prints heading in the open direction to the north. Should we follow them? We don't really have an option. Seems like a plan. So we can go that way. I have a little lantern on a pole that that I'm carrying. Alright. So as you begin to move northward, the sound of rats grows closer until you find yourselves in a state of being surrounded, but not surprised because you heard them, mm-hmm. by these very large rodents. Um, these are giant rats. Mm. How big are they in comparison to little three-foot meat? They are small beasts, so they are similar size to you right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're pretty big. I don't like that. Are they like curiously like checking us out, or are they like, oh, dinner? They are moving in hungrily, for mm. sure. No fucking bueno then. <laughs> yeah. And they're kind of skittering in, kind of staying shoulder to shoulder, trying to work together to kind of overwhelm you, is what it looks like. Mm. So let's have everyone roll initiative, please. Initiative. Yeah, we gotta see if she can do some yeah. AOE type of stuff, multiple target sort of shit. Do we know what spells uh, Charm has? So, according to her bio, which you have, yes. at level one, most of her stuff is really healing and protective. Okay. Um, and then she has her melee weapons. Right. So not a lot of help there necessarily for AOE not, stuff. Yeah, not, not a lot with her right now. Uh, Carl, what'd you get? Nine. Right, and duck? Uh, six. Six. Six indeed. (laughs) As the rats start to approach, you can see Charm goes for her scimitar, grabs it in one of her paws. Says, oh no, it's those rats that you heard earlier. What should we do? She's going to get her defensive weapon out and cower a little bit, basically, is what it sounds like. Well, she's asking if you want her to do anything. It's her turn. Oh. Hmm. I would like to see if I know anything about these rats and the type of damage that they might inflict. If there's any sort of resistance buff that she could give us, that would be relevant. Okay. So I feel like that's probably a nature check. Sure. Six. <laughs> so good. Oh boy. Um. You know that rats can probably claw and bite because they're rats. Um. You think as far as what you've read in her bio. Besides healing, which is, seems to be her main thing right now, there's probably not a lot her spells can do to help you with rats. Okay. Uh, I think we should we should tell Charm to defer her action until later, like hold her action until someone needs heals. Okay. Because then, table talk, she can immediately take her action if something triggers it. Okay. Like if one of us drops to 50% or something like that. I'm fine with that. Right. So you want her to hold, to ready her cure wound spell for if someone looks significantly wounded. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll tell her that. I'll tell her, stand fast charm and ready your cure wounds should one of us become severely injured. Okay, there are some verbal components. You may hear me saying some things. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, charm. I just like looking at her picture when Rainy talks. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious. (laughs) Kind of perfect. (laughs) Right, and it is the rat's turn. Um, There are three giant rats that are moving in to surround your group. 
So they will take a go at each of you. Is there just three? I thought there was like a swarm. There are three large rats that are moving in right now, but you hear the sounds of more okay. from the, the dark walls around here. Got it. Okay. Carl? Mm-hmm. Coral. 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 Um, this is going to be a 16 versus your AC. Not quite. Okay. Duck. This is a 19 versus your AC. That'll hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ow! Son of a bitch! <laughs> right. You take three piercing damage from the bite of one of the giant rats. Ow, ow, ow! So is that off my HP or my... That's off my HP, right? Mm-hmm. Shit. Which I think with the last damage you took, does that put you at half? It or does. below half? Okay. It does indeed. All right. Well, that was the rat's turn. So Charm goes, oh, no, that's like the thing that he told me to look for. And then she uh, reaches out and she goes, don't worry, little duck. And she packs you. And as she does, you feel a healing energy move over to you. Get. That is going to be five hit points that you get back. So if that puts, do I just go, I can only heal back only to eight, right? Only up to your max, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Such a good chance. All right, and that brings us to Carl. Okay. Well, is it, uh, so I need to close with the rats. Well, they closed in around your group. Got it. Yeah. So I just need to make sure I'm in an area to affect all of them. And just in case. Okay. Without, without, I don't necessarily want to move okay. or whatever, but I feel like we were kind of close together, so now they're close together. Yeah, they came in and surrounded your group. Got it. <clears throat> so, and if I'm messing up here, please let me know. You're messing up. Nah, not you, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of lean the pole against the wall. Well, you're not near the wall, but um, you can like can stick it, it into a crevice or whatever because it's on a pole. Oh, okay. Yeah. If there's a sufficient crevice to jam it into. Yeah. Between and there's some like debris and stuff cobblestones and debris and whatever. Yeah. Wedge it in there. Sure. And hold out my empty hand for the slot in the in my forearm to open, and the sharp linked chain to quickly spill out. And this time, the configuration that it opens into is the same blade shape as the greatsword, only not as long, with a long, almost three-quarter, half-inch spear haft Mm -hmm. as he deploys a glaive this time. Okay. And with that, swing at the nearest um, rat. Okay. Go for it. To him. Let's see what we got with the old glaive. All right, 12. Oh, you just hit a giant rat. Just barely. Okay, a glaive is 1d10 plus 4. All right, it is 12 damage. Right, there is a gross little squeak splurt noise like a um as you just moosh a rat and like half of it skids this way and half of it goes that way and makes little bloody gross in the middle rats are actually cool so aggressive giant rats (laughs) aggressive giant rats less cool (laughs) the balls would be huge They'd be like a watermelon. Yeah, you know how rats are. Like they're they're just like, oh, there's my junk. Yeah, it's half the size of my body. I just drag it around with me. Yeah, making these two divots. Like if you're looking for rat tracks because you're tracking them, you just look for this like it looks like two snakes going next to each other because it's just these drag marks (laughs) with like little tiny claws on the outside. So yes, you've murked a rat. Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Um. 
I need to assess the area around me to see if deploying caltrops is a tactically sound maneuver right now. So I don't necessarily want to mess up anyone in my party. Right. But I do want to slow these rats down if they attack me. And the thing is, though, it's only it's only a five foot square mm -hmm. that it affects. Yeah. So I don't know if it would necessarily affect it. The reason I deployed the glaive is that it has reach. So I could stand in my square that's just around me. And threaten the other ones. And threaten the other ones. Yeah, I mean, you can make a perception check right. if you'd like. Let's do it. All right, 22. Okay. So the area around you is already what you would consider difficult terrain. Um, but you could potentially deploy caltrops and that something approaching you <laughs> would uh, have to step on them. Um, and then your friends would only be affected if they walked in your direction. Um, but that being fair, something approaching from the other side would not be affected by them. Um, and you do see two sets of glinting eyes, one from each wall, kind of assessing the situation to see if they should also move in. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll hold off on the caltrops for now, then. Okay. All right, duck. There are two rats left surrounding your group. All right, I have a question. Sure. Because I don't have any AOE-type things. Right. At all. Right. But I do play the bagpipes. You do. So if I wanted to be, like, real annoying with my bagpipes, uh -huh. like, the opposite of the Pied Piper. Right. Could I roll charisma for that? Oh, uh, yeah, it would be a performance check. I would like to try and do that. All right. So it's plus two. So 15. Okay. So you, Carl 14, sees Duck strangely put away her weapons and take out this apparatus that is functionally the same size that she is. <laughs> it's like this large bag and a bellows and all these tubes sticking out with like scarves dangling from them and she takes a big breath and she puts her elbow down on this thing and in this chamber this sound echoes and it sounds something like um, let's see what the rats do. Oh, no. <laughs> you see the two rats where you were watching their gleaming eyes from the walls immediately disappear back into the crevices. But the two that you were fighting remain. All right. So their backups are gone. I'll take it. Um, but the rats are still, the two rats are still there. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. Sure. So um, I'm supposed to have advantage on charisma and wisdom. Saving throws? Is that what that means, saving throws? Yes. Okay, that's what I was wondering. I yeah. wasn't sure if I was if I should have rolled two or if I effed that up. Yeah. So just if I have a saving throw, then okay. that's what that is. Good to know. Ho ho! All right. So four and five yeah. are gone. Cool. Awesome. All right. And we are back to Charm's turn. Do you want to instruct her to do anything for now? She just has her scimitar out. She is facing one of the rats that is trying to attack her. So, since you're busy, like... She can take a swing if you want. Blowing into your, like, sheep bladder or whatever it is to inflate it so you can then press the air out of the, yep. the, the things. I think I'll notice that and tell Charm that that... Good work, Charm. Keep it up. As a kind of keep doing what you're doing sort of thing. Wait, just heal if people drop? Yeah. Okay. So you want her to hold her action again? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. She will do that. Um, which brings us to the rats. So one of the rats um, attacks Charm Ooh. and does get through her leather armor. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, let's see here. I mean, that does yeah. include her, so. Um, you see the rat bite into her, and she hisses and kind of bats it away. And she says, don't worry, guys, it was just a little bite. 
I don't think I'll turn into a rat, but you tell me if I am, okay? <laughs> um, and the other one goes for Carl, trying to avoid the bagpipe noise. And that would be a six versus your AC. Oh, no. Not, not quite. <laughs> All right. Um, then that's their turn, and we are back to Carl. All right. So are both of these uh, rats within reach of your weapon, wave. yes. Yeah. I'd like to take a swing at the further one. Okay, the one by charm. Yeah. Cool. Reach out and touch someone with it. Dirty. All right. Still, though, that is a 13. Yep, that'll do it. All right. That's 10. Aw. Five damage. You take a slash with your glaive at the rat that's harassing Charm, and you just see one of its little legs just, like, pop off. And there's, like, blood pooling around it, and it squeals in alarm. Um, anything else? Something bit me. Um, no. Okay. That's it. All right. Uh, Duck, it is your turn. I will, uh, try and stab the rats. So you drop the bagpipes for now. They make a <laughs> sound as they fall to the ground. Um, and your weapons are ready. Oh! That's why you Did you roll it on the No! <laughs> it's not any better. It's like it's a three. Like, get away from me. What's your total? I don't want to play anymore. This game is bullshit. Um, I took fuck. Uh, seven. No, okay. nine. I can add. Alright, so Math, not you know. quite enough you're like trying to like safely put your bagpipes down and, and get your weapons out man. but your weapons are ready for your next round <laughs> <That's> funny <laughs> you're like roll here and you're like Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so charm sees you struggling with your instrument mm. um and she says Oh no, not your beautiful music! And she like lunges forward with her scimitar, um, skewering one of the rats. The other one, whose leg has been chopped off, three legged scampers away into the crevasses, squealing and warning the other rats not to enter the space. How oh, awful. <laughs> yeah, you tell amazing. Indeed. Right. And then. The cavern grows quiet. As you look around at the carnage of the rats, um, the one that was cut in half, um, you can see that its stomach contents have been kind of spread about between those two halves. And part of those contents is a human finger with a ring on it. Ugh. Oh, I'll pick that up. Ugh. All right. Looking at it, um, you can see that... It looks like a platinum ring. Okay. It is etched. You see the name Burton Boot etched onto the ring. Oh no. This doesn't look good. Is that one of the guys on our yes. contract? Yes. That was supposed to come and look. Okay. That we we're supposed to look for? Oh. Constable Boot. I see. Oh. Well, you know, should save the finger and the ring as evidence of his untimely demise. I will. Well, so far it's just a finger that's in there. But with, yes. with the ring, right? Yes. Yeah. I will uh, spit the finger out of my mouth because I thought it was a snack. Oh right. God. It wasn't yes. a carrot after all. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of my things. Yeah. I have weird ideas about food. Um, so yeah, I'll <clears throat> and kind of pretend like I wasn't just going to eat that. Right. And, you know, wrap it up and tuck it away. Sure. Yeah. All right. I have weird things about food. I do. That's that's how you put that. <laughs> yeah, I have weird things about food. I rolled for it. That's what I got. A, a rat. I have is... my own ideas about what is and what is not food, and I find the eating habits of those around me fascinating, confusing, or revolting. But a rat that is cloven in twain and its stomach contents spilled yeah. askew. <laughs> Delicious. Among them, you find a digit sporting a <laughs> ring, and you decide, hmm, hors d'oeuvre, pop it in like, like as a popcorn shrimp. Yeah. 
My map mode is to get my map pieces out. <laughs> that is gross and amazing. <laughs> Quite. Oh, that's cool. I never would have thought of that. <laughs> Especially because to Carl, the whole concept of eating is just completely bananas. How do you get energy? From the ether? I don't know. They don't go over that. Huh. It's not like... Like you don't eat gas or something? No. Right? I, I don't eat. I don't breathe. You I don't, don't poop. sleep. I clearly don't poop. You're not eating. There's not a lot of pooping going on. Yeah. And, uh... sterile. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a machine. But, like, the idea that you have little bone protuberances in a face hole, and you use those to rend the flesh of other living things to sustain yourself is pretty... Hardcore. Hardcore, yeah. It's like, <laughs> he gets how amazing it is that life feeds on life as a basic tenant of every creature. So the thing about this map, yes. which you will quickly notice, is unlike a standard map where it's like shows room by room with their connections, mm -hmm. a lot of the area that you're going to be traversing through are these like rough tunnels. And so your map is only going to show you major caverns and areas, so they're not really connected. Okay. So I'll give this back to you. You're entering this next chamber through that southern path passage. Oh, like this goes up here yep. and yeah. comes out here. Yep, exactly. So as you continue following the boot prints in the dust and debris to the north. Is there the same number of boot prints? Yep, so you see uh, there are two pairs of human-sized boot prints. Right, what you see up ahead of you is a rectangular chamber. It doesn't show any damage from the apparent earthquake that happened to create the fissure. But that could be because you do notice that there are like columns and supportive structures in this chamber. Um, there are four pools of liquid set into the floor here. There's one blue, one green, one clear, and one cloudy. How oh, fancy. There are carvings on the walls that depict the pools and show robed figures submerging themselves within them. And at the far end of the chamber stands a double door with a large, ornately carved lock. So which one's blue and which one's clear? Blue, green, clear, cloudy. Now Can I investigate know. this room? Yes. And um, investigation. 13. Okay. Yeah, with that roll, you know that the carvings depict something about the pools. Mm -hmm. um, you do feel like a faint sense of like something like magical or arcane in this room. Um, and then obviously from what you can see of the large double doors, the ornate lock is locked currently. Right. And can I, can I still check for traps? Yep. Yeah. Where were you looking for traps? Well, I was just kind of, just for general knowledge kind of purposes, because it sounds like I didn't see anything interesting in the pools other than this is some kind of a ceremonial. Yeah, so that's an investigation check. Is there any sign of the rats in here? No. Like, does it seem like there's, I don't know. So like, they don't come in this room, I guess. It, you don't see anything, but also in this room, because there's no debris, mm -hmm. it doesn't have the same sort of like dust and everything where yeah. you can see tracks and okay. things like that. That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about the door? What about it? The doors. What I'd about like it? to check out the doors. You're going to do an investigation for your traps, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, are you investigating them? Are you perceiving them? Like, what are, what are you doing? Just go up and take a look at them, see if there are any. What do they look like? Are they carved and ornate? Are they plain? Are they heavy? Sure. Are there any apparent handles or knobs or what have you? Okay. That sort of thing. Just a general once over. So investigation. All right. You can both think investigation. You're looking for traps. You're looking at the, the door make. All right. And is a gentleman's 20. Ah, 19. Nice. All right, we so let's get the shit out of that door. All right. Yeah. The little twirly brush with the <laughs> dust on it yeah. and shit. 
as you both take a look at the door more specifically, more closely, you do see some like faint, small runes etched around the lock. And you think that the purpose of the runes would be to emit some sort of transmutation magic in the room. Hmm. Wait, the runes are on the lock? Mm-hmm. But they seem to affect the the room. Yeah, that you're standing in. So, so they not so go much. that way. Like into Oh, I see what you're saying. So they like okay, they mm-hmm. okay. So clearly there's a lock. There is. Are there any handles or knobs or any way to open the doors, or does it look like you could just push them open? Based on what you're seeing, there's something vaguely magical about the way that this door is imparted. You think that um, should the lock be unlocked, that the doors would open. Mm-hmm. When we came into this room, mm-hmm. was it like there was a... Br- How did we get in here? Was it just... An, there was no... Yeah, it's just like... The, an empty hallway to walk yeah, in here? Yeah, there is like kind of a vaguely tunnel-like corridor, not very wide, and it opened up into this obviously very purposefully carved and columned and buttressed rectangular chamber. It's time to start investigating or checking out the the frescoes to see what we can learn about the pools. Because there's going to be some kind of puzzle with the pools and the colors and the such. Seems like that would be logical. Yeah, you know, like it's yeah. It's a room in, in WoW where you have to get past it and you gotta yeah. do some whatever shit by looking at the walls and stuff. Alright, let's start with the clear pool, the painting or what have you. So you're now. examining the, the etchings on the walls, basically. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. You can do them all as, as a thing. Um, so I will let you use... Obviously, there's investigation or perception if you're trying to pick out details. There's history, or maybe even religion, if that's your thing. Um, and it can be pretty flexible what you want to use if it's justifiable. And um, Jessica, Duck has advantage on this one. Oh! That's helpful. That's how you have, you can roll as well. Take it. All right. 17. Okay. I'll roll, um, gosh, I really wouldn't know a whole lot about history or religion directly. Right. Especially not of this place necessarily. Right. But I do listen to and record, not record, but retain almost everything. And I've been standing in many a common room, Mm -hmm. many a crowded common room for many, many hours over the past several months. Okay. So I have picked up a good amount of history and religion, but probably more religion. Okay. So we'll go with that. Sure. Religion. All right. Religion. That is another gentleman's 20. Nice. All right. Such a gentleman this evening. Indeed. Look, you... What you notice about these... This art that surrounds the walls is it's these like robed figures and they seem to be kind of in positions of prayer while other ones go into the waters and it looks like things are happening and then they walk out of the waters on the other side. So it's like they go into the pool and out of the pool. Can you, can I see like which pool they're going into or is it like? It's showing like all four around there like it's this big ritual sort of thing where all like these creatures are going into the pools and coming out of them and the other ones are like, or we're baptized or some weird thing. The thing that's interesting to you about this is even though you don't know a lot about your people's history, um, you have in trying to learn a little bit about it, this matches with some of the things you've seen like style-wise around that which endures. Okay. Okay. Um, Carl, from what he's heard, around has heard rumors of this that which endures it seems kind of not one of the big deities with the temples in the city though um but to you this very clearly shows that these pools are some sort of trial each pool must be endured um in order to progress 
Oh, okay. So we look at all of the paintings is mm -hmm. what we determined from this? Yeah. So there doesn't, or does there seem to be any order? There does not seem that. to be an order. It just shows that like each pool is like a different sort of trial, but they're all exultant in it. Enduring these trials. has to be done. Okay. Well, we started it clear. Which one did we end up by looking at all of them? I mean, that's a TA. It's not really an order thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, I figured that means we'd end up at blue, right? If we started here. Sure. Well, I guess it depends on which way we went. Do we go this way or do we go this way? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe this way because then we'd be back at the door. We'd be back at cloudy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we ended up back at cloudy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And cool. So I have this bright idea mm -hmm. huh, that we need to just climb into each pool. One of us at least does. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like there's spectators going, hooray, <laughs> when they get out, that we have to uh, endure it. So. I don't know, let's just find out. I'm gonna decide that the most direct practical solution is to just hop into the cloudy pool. Okay, cloudy pool. And without preview or preamble, Carl just hops with both feet into the cloudy pool. Oh no. So the pools have like relatively sheer sides. I mean, you're able to grab them and things like that, but it's not like a ladder into it. Um, and when you leap in, you find that it's about 10 feet deep. So okay. you like hit bottom and are able to push yourself up if you wanted to to get back to the surface. Yeah. Not a big deal. Um, but hang out for a while. You are in the cloudy pool, so I need you to make a wisdom check, please. All right. Wisdom, here we go. And yet another gentleman's twenty. All right. That's a nineteen plus one, folks. Dang. I'm getting all my good rolls out now. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. As you enter the pool. You can see and feel with your various magical sensors um, the bits of like rat blood and carcass kind of like fizzing and dissipating off of your external form. Yeah. And the thought pops into your mind like, this is an acid of some kind. Mm. And someone who's a little less wise or less tough might start to like itch and kind of get that into the more delicate bits underneath the externals, but you're not really affected by that sort of thing. Um, so you are easily able to note that this trial is one of acid, and if you'd like to, get out of the pool. All right. Having hit bottom, he'll look around. Carl will make a chuckle <laughs> as a joke flits through his mind. Anyone got any cucumbers because it seems like a vinegary type of acid not super strong to him he'll squat down in in the in the gathering power uh keanu reeves from the second matrix sort of squat <laughs> and then leap up out of the pool splashing everyone with splashing yeah. everyone with vinegary <laughs> acid so as you see it. carl leaping out of this cloudy liquid, um, you see that white light starts to emanate from the runes on the lock. Um, the runes. And Carl, you have resistance to acid Aww. until your next long rest. Hooray. Hey. Does it like? Can I um, tell from the wall, the wall carvings? Mm -hmm. Does it seem like the same person does all the pools, or is it like you do one of the pools? Like, can you tell it all, or is it just? It is hard to tell because there's around. a lot of like right. figures, and they all sort of look the same, the ones okay. outside and inside the pool. Mm -hmm. So it's just showing creatures going in and coming out, and the exultant figures on the outside. Right. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure I'm gonna go jump in any of these pools. Ew. True. Can I just go over to, because we're, we're by the clear one still, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Can I just kind of go over there and maybe sniff it and maybe sure. dip, a, dip a toe? Yeah. 
you may dip the little dainty toe. <laughs> Go ahead and make um, an investigation check. Investigation! Investigation! <laughs> what was the floor? Um, so, 12. Um, I mean, it's clear. It looks like water, but it's right. obviously dark. Like, there's no light source in the pool or anything either. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, you can see, like, from the lamp that Carl leaned against a wall, I'm assuming didn't jump into a pool with it. Um, <laughs> like, you don't see anything. Like, it, the light just reflects down into it. It's very clear. It doesn't, like, hurt when I put my finger in or anything. No. Or my toe, rather. Mm-hmm. I don't trust this at all. Well, seeing Duck's hesitance with this pool, mm-hmm. it worked last time just fine, so it's time <laughs> to get her done. Carl's going to jump into the clear one this time. Right. I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Except uh-huh. this time... He realizes that his foolhardy jump and subsequent leap could have endangered his party members. Right. This time he's going to gingerly hop over the Just side. Just into it. Yeah, kind of ploop into it. In. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get in like a, a hot tub, not wanting to jiggle too much. Yeah. <laughs> like hiking up your truck nuts before... <laughs> Yeah, intelligence, you say? Intelligence saving. Saving, got it. All right. Uh, A 17. Okay. So, for a moment, it feels like the infinite possibilities of the multiverse try to enter your limited mechanical mind. Oh, man. But you have a very pragmatic bit of programming. True. And you are able to compartmentalize and then push it out. And quarantine the virus. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now you just feel like you're in a dark pool of water. Hmm. Alright. I will try to gingerly climb out of the pool so I don't splash folks okay. like last time. Alright. Um as he climbs out of the pool you can see that um, some, like half of the runes on the lock are now glowing a sort of weird black glow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carl, you have advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma checks and saving throws. Nice. Until your next long rest. Cool. Do you feel like you have extra clarity of mind right now? <laughs> That's pretty cool. That yep. one's quite the boon. All right. We've got two pools left. Yep. What's it going to be? You have blue and green. Blue and green. I'll start walking towards the blue one. Okay. From here. Trump, 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 trump. I'll skitter behind. <laughs> And let's see. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's any help for it. We already did wisdom and intelligence. I feel like these are going to be like strength and constitution, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it could be a dexterity one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I'll just hop into the blue one, I guess. I mean, because we wouldn't know that. Like, our, yeah, our characters it's, wouldn't you know. wouldn't know which, what trial is what, right? Yeah. All right, so you hop into the blue pool. The thing that's, it's not like the cloudy pool. Or the cloudy pool, like you can see, it was just kind of murky. This one is, like, almost an opaque blue where, like, you can't see what's under the surface. And as you get in, there is this sort of terrifying fear of what is around you and these images of horror start to enter your mind I need you to make a charisma saving throw this is there any reaction great. to that on his face well you can't when he gets submerged oh he goes all the way under him. oh gosh gotcha. kind of I was still thinking hot tub in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. alright so charisma saving throw please. this is great so first of all just for the record charisma is your dump stat it's true yes but that doesn't even matter because Carl is 
so excited because he hasn't felt fear since Aww. he got teleported yeah. here. So he's like, ah, ah, I'm feeling, this is what it used to be. I'm whole, I'm complete, this is great, I'm terrified. <laughs> he's feeling feelings intensely oh, no. and it's so awesome. Poor Carl. And that is a two on my saving throw. Oh shit. Images of horror and the things that could lurk beyond overwhelm your mind. Mm. Um, you see visions of rotting, right. crumbling. I have advantage on charisma saving throws from the last pool. No, you have advantage on. You do have advantage on charisma. So that might be important. I forgot. I forgot to roll that advantage. So sorry about that. <laughs> Let me just roll another one. Okay, that's nine. So. Oh, so close. But not for that. You needed a 10. Oh. oh. I rolled a 10. But yep. It's minus. My charisma is minus. Shit. Alright. Oh. Um, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> you are able to leave the pool. Oh. Still shaking. Mm-hmm. You see as he leaves the pool that now there are three colors on the lock, one of them being a glowing blue. Um, so you still endured, but. You have disadvantage on initiative rolls until your next long rest. Right. Can I? Would I be able to use telepathy to um, calm him down at all, or like see, like gauge like where he's at and see if he's, you know? Yeah. Go ahead and, and roll insight. Insight. Um. Six. <laughs> Yeah, he's it's really difficult uh, to read this one. <laughs> I know I'm not I'll, used to it. I'll learn you. <laughs> Get a ruler out and slap my hand every time I know. <laughs> the remaining pool is the green pool. I don't think that would go my way. Probably not. <laughs> Couldn't decide to go ahead and not do that. <laughs> um, okay. One remaining pool. So Carl is horrified and shook. Right. But desperately scrabbling to hold on to the last vestiges of feeling fear. Because you can't feel the, the, the battle fever. You can't feel that rage that used to drive him in battle. Mm-hmm. That he could exult in and feel alive without that fear. And right. so when that was taken from him, it was almost like a core part of his personality and psyche that was just ripped away as part of his teleportation. So he's kind of just standing there shook and it might look like he's petrified with fear. He's really just ecstatic and trying to hang on to that feeling and savor it. So he's not really able to do anything but stand there and kind of quake with that feeling. Hands. So he doesn't look well, uh, right? <laughs> but it did seem to work, whatever he did. Right. So the the room still lit up. Well, that's good. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> but I don't know he's excited about what he's feeling or wanting to hang on to no, that. No, he just seems sort of shivering and. Would our druid be able to do any healy things on him? Um, she says, it doesn't look like he took any physical damage. Uh, I'm not really powerful enough to heal things of the mind yet. Well, shit. Like, yeah, you all right there, big guy? You okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You okay? We're <laughs> there, champ. Just one, one more, more to go. one more pool left. <laughs> gonna need you to make a strength check <laughs> to push all oh. 500 plus oh. pounds of oh. into the pool. I mean, eventually it'll wear off. The the feeling will pass, and I'll no longer feel feel fear anymore. And they'll just be overwhelmed by this sadness. Oh, oh like, no. Uh, I just... I miss it so much. I just had it, man. Uh, and it reaffirms his quest to regain what he once was. This glorious warrior. King of the battlefield. 
and with that, he'll kind of slump over. over. <laughs> he'll, he'll do the like um, reluctant teenager slump, mm. whatever, over to the last pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm guessing the, the, the pool is it like the rim of it flush with the floor, mm-hmm. or does it have like the raised sort of above ground thing? No. Um, okay. He'll slump over that and just kind of walk into it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> kind of marshmallow into it. This is the green pool. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, yeah, all right, cool. This is something I should be good at. <laughs> so let's see. And I'm not going to forget, I have not advantage on constitution. Never mind. Okay. All right. Um, 12. Okay. So as you submerge into this pool, you note that this is, because it's something you've seen before, but never at this volume, is some sort of poison. Oh. Um, But you are able to sort of shut down certain systems, reroute things so that you're not affected by it. That makes sense, because as a Warforged, I do have advantage against poison. Specifically, saving throws against poison. Yeah, yeah. So you are simply able to push up and get out of the pool without any effect, Um, or any negative effect at least. Um, You already had resistance to poison damage. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I have. Let's see. Have resistance to poison from Warforged resilience, or also have advantage. Uh, versus poison saving throws okay. from the same thing. Okay. So this pool just doesn't seem to affect you. It's something you're really not capable of, of enduring over much. I mean, poison can get to you, but it's hard. Yeah. So as he exits the pool seemingly unaffected at all, um, you see that now the lock is glowing in all four colors. Um, and in the very center of the room, between all the pools, kind of in the middle of those columns that you see, mm-hmm. um, there is a glow and a silver key studded with polished red garnets appears midair in the center of the room, just sort of hovering there. Cool. I'd like to take one of my daggers that I have four, and not the matched set one, mm-hmm. one of my spare ones, sure. and detach it from my belt, because these are one of the few mundane weapons that I have that I carry on a belt as opposed to my internal deployable ones. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to unsheath it and dip the blade in the poison pool. Okay. Get it nice and coated, right? See if I can coat it. I'm trying to make like a poison dagger type of situation that I can give to Duck as a rogue, because she's a rogue. So the thing about a weapon coated in poison is it doesn't last forever. Mm-hmm. It's a coating. That's why you can carry poison with you and things like that uh-huh. to coat your weapons. Okay. Um, but for a short time, it will do some additional damage of the poison variety. Right. Be careful with that. Oh, thanks, buddy. And if you have any empty vials, you might be able to save some for later. I don't know if it works outside of the pool or whatever. I don't know. All I know is it's poison, and I want to tell the rest of the team that it's poison. Poison devil. Yeah. It's like the green stuff in undead camps. Not really. So I imagine it looks like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's that whatever stuff that they use to infect everything. What was that? I don't remember. In a while? Yeah. Green stuff. Green stuff. <laughs> Ikuruvanda. Right. So there is a floating key in the middle of the room. All right. Well, there you go. I did all the heavy lifting. There's your key. I'm just wondering if, because he's the one who went through the pools, if he shouldn't be the one to get the key. Because I, I wonder, like, just I feel like that would be a trappy type thing where it's like, you're not worthy, you know? <laughs> um, so I'll tell you to grab the key. Oh, all right. Tromp up, grab the key. Mm-hmm. And grab it. It's 
It can't be floating that high. Maybe no. reach out and like yeah. grab it. <laughs> yeah, I'll so, out. I'm like, eh. yeah. <laughs> you grab it. It has heft when it's not floating. Hmm. Um, it looks like it's like an expensive bit of artwork, but otherwise, it is about well, it looks to be the size required for the lock. Cool. Let's. Um, Let's I will not. say, it. I mean, I know you have more or less to lose from this, but it seems a secure enough room if anyone needed to rest. Oh, yeah, okay. I could take a short rest, because I am not at the... Full health? At, yeah, full HPs. So well, I got some rat to you want to... Want a nosh? A short, uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> a little, little nosh, little rats and locks. So good. So tasty. Right. Okay. So you have taken a short rest. Yeah. Just a little breather. You've eaten some rat and pocketed cheddar bay biscuits. Yes. A little sandwich. Mm-hmm. Like wrapped them in a... Yeah. napkin. Yeah, so it's like a little greasy on the outside. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Eat the napkin too, because it's got the flavor. Yeah. You know, Why would they yeah. serve it with your food if it wasn't yeah. food? It's got like the like paper hanging out. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, let's unlock the door then. Gingerly slide the key into the lock. And, uh, Jiggle it a little bit mm-hmm. and give it a turn. Yeah, pretty much as soon as you put the key into the lock, it turns, the lock opens, the key falls back into your hand as the lock disappears, and the doors swing inward into the next chamber. Okay, cool. New map! Alright. Okay, well, there we go. And there's nothing sinister about a chamber with nothing drawn in it. I would like to investigate uh, <laughs> slash check for traps. Because you sound like a big fat liar. Yeah, your face especially. So as the passage runs east past the double doors, it widens to about 30 feet for the next 90 feet going in. And then at the far end of this area, you can see um, that it narrows again and there are there's an ornate double door sealing it off. But from this far side of the room, you can't really make out uh, what exactly it looks like. Can I investigate and look for traps? You may investigate the area ahead of you, if you'd like. On the, on the mat? Didn't help. I mean, it's a seven. But it's better than a three yeah, or a one. I was going to say. Uh, seven, 14. You notice that the area up ahead mm-hmm shows signs of charring. Oh god. Um, you can see as you get closer to that charred area, mm-hmm. really because you're really looking at it and you kind of know this, and it's like a perfectly like rectangular strip all the way down this area of the room. Okay. Um, and you're like, okay, I can see some very faint like runes on this like piece of stone and this piece of stone, so you have an idea of where not to step. Okay. If you don't want to maybe set this fiery thing off. I will I will point that out to my companions. Just have to try to follow. So I'll take your map. I'll mark out the area that it is. Follow Duck's instructions to the best of our ability. At least we don't have to sneak. I'm no good <laughs> at sneaking. Yeah. You're not very sneaky this time. No. In fact, I have disadvantage on stealth checks. Oh dear. Because I'm just a big clinky... Clunk, 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 clunk. Yeah. Alright, so that's the area where you have to only step in certain spots. Because it looks like that whole space could be affected by stepping in the wrong place. Alright. Are you continuing to look out for things as you move ahead? Yes. I will let you roll another investigation or perception check up to you. Uh, 19. You are keeping an eye out, and you feel like you're being pretty observant. But it's not until the very last second 
right before Carl moves forward, his heavy limbs stomping down into the stones, that you see the floor in front of him start to give way. So, um, Carl, mm-hmm. I'm going to have you make a dexterity saving throw. Nice. All right, here we go. All right, six. Okay. So you start to fall into this pit that opens up in front of you. Um, I'm going to have you make a strength saving throw to see if you can catch the side. I fell into the pit. All right, and that is 16. Okay. So you're able to slow yourself down to the point where you don't just fall into it. You can see that there's a small amount of, like a little bit of water at the bottom. You kind of slow yourself down enough that you're not gonna hurt yourself when you get to the bottom of this pit. Um, It is 10 feet deep, much like the pools in the last room were. And as you're standing there, you see it begins to fill with water from the bottom. And then you see these small glowing fish start to move in through holes in the walls of the pit. Hmm. Um, I'll let you go ahead and make either a nature or survival check. Let's see here. Let's... And you can make one too if you're observing from the edge of the pit. With nature. nature or survival? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Nature, I got an 18. Oh, okay. I got 21. All right. You both recognize that these are harmless cave fish. Okay. So they're not going to do anything. It looks like the trap is really to like hurt you because you fell and then like just really scare you because it starts filling up with water. But that actually just makes it easier to get out of. <laughs> right. So you uh, climb out of the hole. I'll illustrate on your map exactly where that is. Casey, need it later. There you go. I mean, if you did have to breathe, that water could be a problem in a 10-foot pit. True. Right. Um, and then I will have you roll another investigation check as you guys continue into the room. Alrighty now. 26. Oh. Okay. Yep. So Goodness. Covering much of this area, but not all of it. Like, you can walk around it. Mm-hmm. Um, is... A trap that you actually recognize, you recognize it from the time um, where you had some interaction with um, a so certain game. Um, so you uh, you know this type of trap. It's a trap that thieves like to use okay. to mark people who are they don't notice things very well. Right. Um, it's a trap that if you step on it, it causes a swirling cloud of green dye. Um, You know from experience, the dye is non-toxic, cruelty-free, pet-safe, and hypoallergenic. Right. The problem is it stains your skin a very distinctive shade of green um, and doesn't wash out for 1D4 months. Um, And so you're easily identified as someone who is maybe a little easier to pickpocket because you just don't notice that sort of stuff when it's in front of you. Kind of awesome. Yeah. So it is a, it's a very, thieves like these traps. Um, and they use them often. <laughs> fall in that, go back into the acid pool. <laughs> see if you can etch it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. But so you're able to direct the rest of your party just around this area. Okay. No problem. All right. Uh, go ahead and make another investigation check. And if you want to make one as well, you can. You're allowed to help with these things. Oh, good. Oh, shit. Uh, I rolled a one. Okay. So, nah. Eight. Sorry. Uh, but if I'm making a, my own investigation check, then it's just an 18. Okay. There don't seem to be any more traps on the floor of this area. All right. So be prepared for something to come from the ceiling uh-huh. or the walls. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll keep walking towards the door for my part. Okay. Because there don't appear to be any other traps. That's true. So So ahead of you are ornate double doors. Free and clear. They appear to be locked, not with a weird magical lock like you saw in the other one. It seems to be more mechanical in nature, more of a standard sort of lock. Right. Can I check the, have I checked the doors themselves? You, you may do so. I would like to do that. Uh, 15. 
And like, because um, I'm right. specifically kind of want to see if, if I try and pick these locks, am I going to get a face full of acid or some stupid thing? You don't note any trap mechanism that you'd normally be looking for in this sort of lock. Okay. It does look like a very fine lock, not something that's beyond your ability right. to pick, mm -hmm. um, but it would be difficult. Um, I'd like to try and pick the lock. You may use a dexterity check and your thieves tools. Oh, seven. Uh, so, uh, plus four. Mm. Eleven. Okay. Don't think that's gonna be good enough. You can feel something catch that shouldn't be catching if you're doing this correctly. And you turn almost instinctively to let Carl 14 know, and Charm, mm. know that this might be bad. <laughs> oh, good. I am going to have everyone make a charisma saving throw. Saving throw. Okay. I have advantage. Me too. Cool. 13. 16. Okay. So the door is starting to open. And you look around because you were looking back to let Carl like, no, this might go bad. Mm-hmm. But he's also just standing there after, like, he seems a little confused. But looking around, you don't see charm anywhere. Oh. And as the door is open, you can see this gauze-wrapped figure on one of these stone slabs up ahead start to rise and groan. And you hear charm muffled by linen wrappings from another stone slab saying, Oh, guys, <laughs> is something bad happening? <laughs> and that's where we'll go ahead and close this one off for today. Oh, it's a mummy. It's a mummy charm. Or something. Mummy charm. All right. So hopefully you are enjoying, dear listener, um, this adventure into the Acquisitions Incorporated Adventure. Um, this is Rainy. You can find me on Twitter at BarbarianRainy or, you know, check the description for other places to talk at me about stuff. I'm Santiago. All my links are in the doobly-doo. I'm Jessica. And Jessica. Still no links. <laughs> yeah. Also Jessica. <laughs> Guest starring Jessica. With Jessica. Jessica. Not Nyx. And Jessica. Only different characters. <laughs> Not the same at all. Um, you probably have heard that there are a lot of handouts in this one. Uh, patrons, keep an eye out because I will be posting some of the handouts that I put together for this um, on the Patreon page at patreon.com slash just barbarian things. These are quality handouts, y'all. Yeah, for real. All right. And until next time, everyone, spend your rage wisely. And jump in a random pool. What's the worst that could happen? Your face could melt off. You could pickle yourself. Or that. Or that.